You are listening to Your Blessed Life Podcast, episode number 15. Let the stories and teachings of today's top Christian leaders inspire and move you to releasing God's best for your life. With your host, best-selling author and certified Christian life coach, Jay Marsh. Welcome to Your Blessed Life. Jay Marsh here. It's great to have you with us today. I want to welcome you to Your Blessed Life. Let's get right into the show. So we've got a featured guest today that I'm excited to share with you. He's a personal friend of mine. His name is Calvin Barber, Edward Calvin Barber II, to be exact. How you doing, Calvin? Doing fantastic. Glad to be here. Man, I'm glad to have you here, brother. And you know, I want to tell the audience here at Bless Nation just a little bit about you, and then I want you to come back in afterwards and maybe fill in some gaps for us. Would that be all right? You got it. All right. So Calvin is a guy that resides here in San Antonio, Texas. He's a family man, his beautiful wife, Andrea, with his two little boys. He is a child of the Most High God. He is a certified personal fitness coach. And that is what gets him up each and every morning, except for maybe his little boys. <laughs> <laughs> and I know that, that Calvin's got some other things going on, and I want to share those things with you as well. So not only being a personal coach for others to create that body that they've always dreamed about, but Calvin is also an author. And he has a book out right now on Amazon. You could just type in Calvin Barber Amazon. That's the easiest way that, to find it. But it's <laughs> yeah, called so cool. <laughs> it's called Get Down to 150. Finally, healthy natural foods for busy women to melt fat without dieting or insane exercise. So hey, I'm I'm just excited for you that you're that you're a published author, a published author, man. My mother in law is excited about that too. <laughs> <laughs> That gave me the thumbs up. Oh, okay. He can write. <laughs> yeah. If if the mother-in-law is giving you a thumbs up, that's yeah, a good sign. You no, know, you're a winner. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of winner, tell us some stuff, Calvin, that that maybe only your closest friends know about you, or maybe something that folks just don't know about you, but you'd like to share with our audience here at Your Blessed Life. I don't like to lose in dominoes against my father-in-law. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Nobody really knows that, but he wins all the time. But uh, here's the question I have for you. Does he know that? He doesn't know. You know, I, I, I congratulate him every time he wins. <laughs> As you grit your teeth. As I grit my teeth and tell him, no, I don't want to play anymore. And, you know, I'm just speaking on that because just for the holidays, he just he showed us how it was done. Yes, yeah, a bunch of guys sitting around the table and he's just whipping us every second. I'm like, oh, man, he won't even let us win for the holidays. Other than that, let's see. Well, good question. I mean, what do you mean exactly in in life or in fitness or something? You know, I think in both of those areas, Calvin, I would say in life, Mm -hmm. like you just talked about with your father-in-law and also, you know, in your business as well. I guess we can go way back that a lot of people, I guess, except for you, a small group of people know that, uh, that I spent almost a year going in and out the hospital. And, uh, oh, so you're going to tell us this story. Okay. I I want to interrupt you for just a minute because yeah. I want to set the stage here for this. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I didn't know if you were going to tell the story. I was hoping mm-hmm. that you would. Yeah. 
I didn't want to persuade you either way because I know that you've got a lot of good stories in your life. Yeah, yeah. But I want Bless Nation to know this. So the first story I like to talk about is a story of faith. And and that's what Calvin is alluding to. And this is this is a time in his life, a, a struggle, a challenge. And this was a time, it was an opportunity where God could come in and, and really do a mighty work in his life. So I'm going to ask Calvin to tell that story where his faith was stretched, a time where he was in the in the proverbial pit. So Calvin, take it away. Okay. I don't know where to start, so I'll start with... Uh... I used to be a fitness manager for Goals Gym. In that capacity, I was in charge of, I guess, training other trainers on how to train. And I was working with a lot of clients. And basically, I was putting in a whole lot of hours. Long story short, I wasn't eating right. You know, imagine the, the, the trainer not eating right, and the trainer yeah. not exercising and not oh. sleeping. <laughs> All the stuff that I'm teaching these other, other people and, you know, successfully doing it, uh, doing so, uh, they, were, they were getting their results, and I was getting worse. I ended up to the point where I was, I guess, wheelchaired into the emergency room by my mother, no doubt. And uh, the doctor in the emergency room said that I might have to stay overnight. Well, that, that overnight stay ended up being, like I said, close to a year in and out of the hospital. At one point, it got real dark. And, uh, you know, they, were, they, were, they weren't sure what I had. Found out that it was, ended up being lupus and a pretty severe case of lupus. Because I was trying to take care of it on my own, just Tylenol, <laughs> which is probably the worst thing I could have been doing, just making it worse for my kidneys. So it got real dark to the point where, you know, I was going to have to get my affairs in order, as they say. You know, that's when the family starts coming to see you and stuff like that. And to the to the audience listening, you know, Jay, Jay came to see me, which I thought was awesome, <laughs> which I, I, I actually expected that because that's the kind of guy he is. So I knew he was going to show. I remember that day very well. Yeah, I knew, I knew he was going to show. He probably didn't recognize me. I remember him looking at me because I, I, from a, a, and I don't, don't want to brag, but, you know, I was a pretty in shape guy. I mean, I worked up maybe twice a day, so I was in shape. <laughs> but that is a true statement. <laughs> I was in pretty decent shape. But then uh, I ended up looking kind of like, uh, what's that guy, uh, Precious on the Lord of the Rings? No, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I got that thin. It, lo- it, lo- it was just awful. So as I was saying, it didn't look good for your guy. But then, you know, you, you, when you're in the bed, in the hospital bed, you know, you spend a lot of time. Well, not everybody does, but I know I did. I spent a lot of time in the Word trying to figure out, you know, how did I get there? What was going on? You know, the typical questions you ask. Found out that I, I brought it all on myself, <laughs> as, we, as we usually do when it comes to that kind of stuff. You know, not, not taking care of yourself and you end up there. But, you know, God, God is good. And uh, he did let me know that I wasn't going to stay there, but I was there, you know, to, to get closer to him and rebuild the relationship that we had. So let me ask you a question about that. How, how or what? made you say or think, you know what, you're not going to be there indefinitely. You know, a lot of promises in the book, you know, like commit to the Lord or whatever, you know, commit to the Lord, whatever you do. And I, you know, your plans will succeed. It's just, if you're, if you hand it over to him and you know, he has plans for you and you know, laying in the hospital bed is not one of them. <laughs> you just, you just already know, you feel it in your heart. Like, okay, this is not where I'm going to be, but this is where I am. Why am I here? And what do I need to do to get out of here? So, the doctors, bless their heart, they know a lot of fact, but they don't know a lot of truth. You know, the, the doctors can tell you, okay, 
it's, this is not going to be good. This is not going to happen. And all the facts can say that, okay, this is, this is not going to turn out well for you. But the Lord knows the truth. And the, the Lord says, yes, it is, even though the numbers say it won't. So the turnaround point really was that the doctors were telling me that I, I, you know, I won't be able to go back to training again because of the, the environment, I guess, was too stressful and stuff like that. It would just flare up my lupus again. So at that point of being a trainer almost, I guess, close to 10 years at the time, you know, that, that when they tell you the thing that you love to do, you can no longer do. You can just imagine that mm -hmm. feeling. So, you know, I'm, my eyeballs are sweating at two in the morning <laughs> in the hospital bed. Like, okay, well, what am I going to do with my life? Yeah, that'll kind of take the wind out of your sails when you Brother, feel like, okay, so now I am going to get out of here, but I'm not going to get to do what I what love. What to do? What am I going to do now? But, uh, you know, praise God, my my mom, she was like, you know, she was she's a sanguine. I don't know if you know, the listening audience, I don't know if you know about the personality types, but she's a real high sanguine, a little bit like uh, Jay's mom, <laughs> where they're just happy, seems like all the time. So she comes in and tells me, you know, like it's, you know, just an offhand statement. Oh, it's no big deal. They don't need your body. They just need your mind. And, you know, she just said like it was no thing. Mm. But that hit me like, okay, wow. that was what I needed to hear. <laughs> yeah, that's significant. Man, you don't know. I'm telling you, that, I could have just, I could have walked out of the hospital with that word right there, even though I had all those tubes and everything. <laughs> but with that, I could have walked out right there. And that, that really changed the whole, my whole outlook was that it's true. The information that I had put in and all the experience in and all of that, is what the people wanted. They don't necessarily need my my body right there counting reps for them. So it ended up all being good that I, I got back into training and just in a different capacity where I do it online and over the phone and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's a good story. And I know that's the cliff note version of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't want to go too dark. What did your that. doctor say, Calvin, that you were, what percentage were you dead? I mean, you were like, what 10 he had like 10 or 20 percent life left yeah in it was you. a low percentage chance of leaving the hospital <laughs> i remember i remember that that day when i walked in and saw you in the bed yeah and i remember thinking to myself keep your composure yeah because you didn't look like uh, the man that i that i knew you sounded like him <laughs> even though you know you weren't your normal jovial laughing self because you were sick yeah you didn't look like the man that I knew, but yet your heart was growing to become even bigger than the man that I thought I knew. Amazing. God is good. It is. So as it relates to that story, that struggle, Calvin, mm -hmm. what type of takeaway do you have for us in that proverbial pit in your life at that particular time? Yeah, probably what I had mentioned that, uh, you could have all the facts and you know, people could have facts about you, about, you know, your past or everything or what they expect to see from you. Or, you know, I'm kind of mixing this with some other fitness stuff here, but, you know, just nobody knows what's in your heart or nobody knows, you know, who's in your heart. So, you know, with those two together, you know, the, the average person couldn't give you, couldn't give you the answer that you, that you're looking for because only he can. So right. even though they have the facts, say, okay, you know, we have these numbers and the blood report says this, and we've done the, uh, we've done the chemo, we've done physical therapy, we've done all these surgeries, you know, this, is, this does not look good. The Lord right. can just still say, well, yeah, it looks great. <laughs> matter of fact, it's a good From thing. where I stand. From where I stand, really it's good. a good thing. As a matter of fact, he's exactly where he's supposed to be. <laughs> so, you know, that's, that's really the, my, my big takeaway on that one. 
Well, I appreciate you taking us down that, that time of struggle and down that path. Cause I know that was a difficult time, but you know what I, what I also know mm-hmm. is that was yet a season in your life. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you to change seasons for us. I want you to tell us about a time in your life that wasn't a struggle, but it was the proverbial, as the scriptures say, joy comes in the morning. I want you to tell us about a time where there was hope for a brighter tomorrow, where that desire for something better, for something good, for something significant in your future came to pass, where that secure confidence that you had in the Lord carried you through a rough time. It may be related to the story you just told us. It may not Mm be, but it, it saw you through to the other side and it positioned you for a renewed hope and maybe even an eventual breakthrough. Okay. Well, if you can picture this, (laughs) and you like how uh, Pastor Hakey says, um, in the theater of your mind, if you can picture a young black male, I guess at this time weighing about 130 pounds, (laughs) soaking wet, with a hospital gown on, and uh, I have my IV pole, you know, with the IV in in my arm, and I'm walking through the hallways of the hospital. I get on the elevator, and I go downstairs, and I start walking around the parking lot. Now, my intent outside, outside. Now, this is against all doctors' rules and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm shocked. Yeah. I can't believe that you even got outside the doors. Oh, bro, I'm trying to tell you, it was. I had to do some James Bond type stuff to get out. But <laughs> I actually had the. They give you this bright red band. I mean, neon red. It's bright. It, it says uh, fall risk. You know, anybody who's been to the hospital or anything like that, you'll you'll see some people wearing this band. Usually, is is the elderly. <laughs> Right. And in this case, it was on me. It says fall risk. So you can see this band from anywhere in the hospital. And so obviously I'm outside with this band on and, you know, you're just looking. I'm not supposed to be there. I'm out of place. <laughs> but I'm walking because I'm thinking to myself, OK, the blood heals. You know, we, we know this. So I'm, I'm walking. I'm thinking, OK, I got to get this blood moving. I got to feel better. I got to start taking care of myself. And. At this time, it's just me, and you know, I'm, I'm trying not to, you know, have my eyeball sweating again. I'm like, okay, so what's the plans for the future? You know, I have this beautiful fiance, and you know, I want to have family, and I want to do this and all this stuff. So let me start taking better care of myself starting today, and that's why I started walking around the the parking lot. And I think it was that same day, and that's why I'm bringing it up that I talked to one of the physicians, and just just to give you an overview. I had a couple teams of different doctors working on me. So it wasn't like just I had one doc and he was doing this and one doc. I had one guy for my kidneys, one guy for my for my heart, one guy for my lungs. I had physical therapists. I mean, a bunch of guys telling me information. So let me get to the point of this. I asked the old cranky doctor, <laughs> hey, because, you know, there's always that guy who's been. <laughs> you, I was thinking it. You said yeah, it. He's, he's been in the game too long. So I asked the old cranky doctor. So listen, what's the chances of me having a family? Because like I said, I'm doing a lot of surgery, a lot of chemo, a lot of lot, taking a lot of medications. And he's like, well, you know, I've been in this business a while. doesn't look good. I'm like, wow, dude. I mean, he was just straight up about it. So I asked the, uh, and excuse my, my words, but I asked the cocky doctor. You know, he's the new guy who's, who's been in the game about three years and he knows everything. So I asked him and he tells me, uh, chances don't look good. You know, the research says blah, blah, blah. He's giving me all the detail of the numbers. 
So, okay, I got one more chance. I'll ask the, I'll ask the, the, the new doctor, <laughs> the, the new guy that doesn't know anything, you know, he just <laughs> straight in the game, fresh. I'm thinking, okay, this guy knows all the newest information. Maybe he can say something that these guys don't know. He tells me, well, looking at the records, doesn't look good. So, man. Three for three. (laughs) Bro. And this is just from coming outside, talking to the Lord about, okay, man, I'm going to have a family. I'm going to take care of myself, blah, blah, blah. And these guys shoot me down. Now, keep in mind, during this time, I'm already low. (laughs) So, they tell me this, try to take me a little bit lower. And and I think maybe that was really one of the parts that just made me look, look back and say, okay, you know, they know the facts. Only the Lord knows the truth. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, well, you, you know, August 25th of 2015, I had my second son. And these guys were telling so me. much for the facts. Come on. These guys were telling me there's no chance. So, you know, it's just, I don't know where I was going with that. But, you know, God God is good. And he knows He knows your pl- the plans he has for you, regardless of who's telling you what. Wow. I tell you what, you know, when I hear something that just makes the hair on my arm stand up, I say that's a tweetable <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because and I don't even have a Twitter account. Come on, come on bro. <laughs> 2016. They might know the facts, yeah. but it's the Lord that knows the truth. Yeah. Oh my man. That, that's powerful. Mm. Yeah. It is ironic that you have two beautiful, healthy little boys in your life mm-hmm. along the side of your beautiful wife, Andrea, mm-hmm. which was the fiance that you referred yep. to in the story. Absolutely. Man, talk about an angel. That's a that that could be a whole nother story. That angel <laughs> yeah, for real. By your side. For yeah. real. Yeah, that's definitely a time of hope. And I love when we talk about this type of story of hope where we get to see that faithfulness of God show up in the story. It's it's that reassurance that when life happens, God is willing to show up in our life in a big way at the right time just like he did for you. Amen. Man. Well, I think this is a good time for us to transition to the final pillar, if you will, Mm -hmm. of the show. And that's the pillar of promise. Yeah. And the pillar of promise, it's really about the promises of God that we can have hope to start with. So if we're looking for a way that we can strengthen and grow our hope, we don't have to look any farther than the promises of God. So when God's promises for our life become exposed to us, we can't help but to look forward to that glorious future. And that's just what you were telling us a while ago. Yeah. When we look at the thousands, my research shows there's over 7,000 promises in my research. Sounds pretty sophisticated, but it starts with Google. <laughs> but there's over 7,000 promises in the Bible. Yeah. So it's evident to see that no one wants to see you and me and you that are listening blessed more than God himself. Yeah. Yeah. And so many of our favorite scriptures, they're found in the Bible that are actually promises from God. So Calvin, I'm going to ask you if you would share with us a scripture or a promise or both, that could be one in the same that guided you during this time of either the, the faith part of your story or the hope part of your story. Well, I think I had mentioned one earlier was, I can't remember if it's Proverbs 15 or 16. I'm thinking I'm going to, I'm going to guess. <laughs> I think it says Proverbs 16 about commit to the Lord, whatever you do. 
and uh, and he'll establish your plans. I think uh, attached to that is uh, the Lord works out everything to his end. For his good. For his oh, good man. His proper, proper end. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I, I, that is that is a scripture that you can hold your or hang your proverbial hat on yeah. no matter what you're going through in your life. Yeah. So as it relates to that scripture, how has that specific scripture blessed your life? What about that scripture has blessed your life? Oh, perfect. Yeah. But, um, besides the two beautiful boys that, like you said, wake me up early in the morning. <laughs> Man, these guys can't get a routine yet. <laughs> you know, I want to tell, okay, listen, eight o'clock, everybody's up. Nope. <laughs> Whatever time they want to wake up. Besides that, uh, getting, getting to still do what I love, but doing it in a new way. You know, figuring that what I was doing, even though I enjoyed it, the way I was doing it was not beneficial, you know, health wise but I can still help people without having to kill myself in the process. So, you know, just committing to the Lord again and just leaning on, leaning on him because he's, he's going to direct you and he knows where your passion is and knows where your heart is. And he's going to work it out for his proper end. You know, blessed nation, God knows your heart, just like God knew Calvin's heart. And he knows what you're going through right now today. And he's here in the midst of us. He's there with you. And he wants you to know, just as he wanted Calvin to know, that you can stand on his promises. And so I want to I want to thank the Lord for that faith that you had, Calvin, going through that time of need and that time of struggle. And I want to thank the Lord for the hope that he gave to you for a, for a brighter tomorrow. And it all is wrapped up in a package of his promises that are all yes. Yeah. I'm so grateful for that. And Calvin, before we go into the, the final round of the show, the, the wisdom round, mm-hmm. I have a question for our listeners here. And I want to ask them if you've enjoyed the, the show so far, if Calvin's story has blessed you, I just want to ask you to come and join us and subscribe to the show on a regular basis. You'll be plugged in immediately for each weekly show. It's easy to do. It's something you can do with a simple click of a button. If you're on your mobile device or if you're on your desktop, from the inside of the podcast app on iTunes, all you have to do is just click the purple subscribe button. Boom. It's at the top of the show page and you're subscribed. And so each week you'll be ready to hear that next episode of Your Blessed Life. And I I can't wait to share that next episode with you. But before we get into the next one, let's talk a little bit more about this one. So Calvin, we were talking about nuggets of wisdom. And I know, like myself, that the book of wisdom, Proverbs, is one of your favorite books. (laughs) So this will be a fun round. So in this final segment of the show, I'm going to ask if you would share with us some some practical nuggets of wisdom that have blessed your life. Can you do that for us? Practical nuggets of wisdom, man. Let me give you some ideas. Here's what I have in mind. Yeah. So big or small. Yeah. I want you to share with us one thing that's on your heart right now that you're grateful for, that you're praising God for. If you go to church, you'll hear the pastor say that, and I think you you can correct me on the percentage, but there's a very low percentage of people that actually read the word. Do you know that percentage, Jay? How much? I think you, matter of fact, you might have mentioned it to me before. You said out of a. Yeah, in the body, it's um, 
I want to say it's about 17%. Yes. 11, 11 to 17%. Yeah. And and those are churchgoers. Yeah. Not, not people who don't go. These are people who actually attend church. So, so yeah, that, and I don't know if it's like, a, or, or if I'm telling you that this is something that you should do, but it's something that's really blessed me. Anytime I've had any challenge, I've noticed that the more time I spend in the word, things get better. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. And knowing that, it's been a blessing to be able to work from home and have breakfast with my boys in the morning and actually share the word with them every morning. Wow. Yeah, that that has been out of everything that has all the challenges. I'm about to get choked up. (laughs) Out Out of all the challenges that I've had in my life, getting to experience that is, is made it worth it. I promise you, man, it's made it worth it. All right. Let's have another one for you. So share with us one way that you like to be a blessing to others. I guess I try to post <laughs> using social media, trying to post positive stuff because there's so much negative on social media. You know, every, every opportunity you get, even if you're not a person who likes to post, post something positive just to counterbalance all that negative that's out there. Amen. I mean, I'm with you on that, man. Help, we, help. we need it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, even if you don't like to post, post something, post some, a po- positive quote that is not even yours. Just post it to balance out some of that stuff because you don't know, you know, who will see it and it'll make a big difference in their day. Other than trying to post, post positive stuff, being an encouragement to my clients. You know, it doesn't always have to be about, you know, eating right and exercise. It could just be a, a little bit of encouragement, send them that text where it's just, oh, you know, I know you had a rough week last week, but, you know, this is your week, stuff like that. They, you know, everybody needs a little bit of encouragement. And the the more random it is, the better. And the more unexpected it is, the better. That's a good coach right there. My next question for you, Calvin, you've kind of sort of answered it. Mm-hmm. And, and if you want the same answer, that's fine. If something else is on your heart, that's okay, too. So here's the question. What's one thing that you do regularly to further your walk or to strengthen your walk? in Christ. There is an app that I'm going to recommend. Well, two apps. If you don't already have the Bible app, get that. And it's a shame if it doesn't come with the phone already. <laughs> is it native? Is it native to the iPhone now? It should be native by now. I mean, come on, man. So get the Bible app and, uh, and through the Bible, through the Bible app, uh, J. Vernon McGee, if you've never heard this guy, <laughs> now he's passed away, unfortunately, but he did a podcast similar to what Jay's sharing with you here, that he, he went through the entire Bible and it's a five-year series. And just, you know, getting a little glimpse of that every day is, uh, it just it just makes the, a better day. Wow, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love that one. Yeah. All right. Well, I want to, and this, this is a related question, mm-hmm. Calvin. You're talking about apps. Yeah. And the book. Yeah. So I have a question for you, and your answer can't be the book. Your answer can't be the Bible. Well, it usually is. (laughs) Because that's a given. So I want you to share with us a book that has blessed some area of your life. And it can be about your your faith walk, Mm -hmm. but it can also be about your relationships. It can be about your health, your finances, business, any area of your life. Share with us one book that has blessed some area of your life. I'm going to go with a, a health and fitness book because that's my thing. And even more so because while I was in the hospital is the book my mom gave to me. It's by Dr. Don Colbert. It's called The Seven Pillars of Health. And, you know, I, I've read 
Jay, you know, let's say a good handful of fitness books <laughs> this month. <laughs> true that, true that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I, I've read one or two. This book, I think, is is was the best for me because at the time that I was having all this struggle, this book is filled with the word. I mean, Dr. Don Colbert, he's he's definitely a, a man of faith, and he even quotes the scriptures in the book. And I was like, okay, this is the book that was written for me to read. And, you know, it really blessed my life. So I'd recommend that one to anybody. Yeah, I appreciate you sharing that book with us. I'm familiar with that book because you and I have talked about it before. I know the impact yeah. and the blessing it has been on your life. And I, of course, I know you and Dr. Colbert of Buds on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my boy. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, Bless Nation, talking about this book or books in general reminds me of what I heard a motivational speaker. And what's ironic, Calvin didn't know I was getting ready to say this, but Calvin may have been at this talk hearing it too. But I heard this quote by a motivational speaker years ago by the name of Charlie Tremendous Jones. That's my guy. And the quote goes like this. You will be the same person in five years as you are today, except Mm -hmm. for the people you meet and the books you read. Amen. Wow. Amen. So you just had the pleasure of hanging out with Calvin Barber (laughs) and getting a recommendation of an awesome book like Dr. Colbert's there. Mm -hmm. So, you know, readers are leaders, right? Yes, yes. I don't know any leaders that aren't readers. Yeah. Yes. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It it makes me want to become a speed reader to really maximize the books that I want to read out there. Bro, who's uh, who's the guy? Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett said he reads about two hundred and fifty pages a day. Yeah. Well, I'm hearing that common three that common theme, Calvin. I was listening to a guy who follows Warren Buffett and he said that he reads on average 30,000 words a day. 30,000 words is about a 115 page book. Bro, beast mode. (laughs) That's a... And he's already already won the game. I mean, he's already a billionaire in that sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, man. And he's looking for ways to bring in more knowledge that yeah. can bless his life. Bill Gates too. I think they were both uh, interviewed and Bill Gates said that if he had one superpower, it would be to to read faster. Really? I hadn't heard that. Bro. That's cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Well, Calvin, before we get into the final question, mm-hmm. I have another question for you. Oh, sure. And that is this, what has you most excited right now about your life? And it can be related to your relationship, your ministry, your walk in Christ, your health, whatever. Mm-hmm. What has a, a project you're working on, mm-hmm. whatever. What has you most excited right now in life? The possibilities. More so this this year, and like I said, the birth of my, my second son, and this being uh, January, this is the season four fitness. I have, I've had a couple people from my, my past uh, contact me recently, you know, asking for, you know, if I'm still in the business and if I can, if I can help them. Right. It's it, that's the feeling that you want when you know, like I said, you know, I I I rarely ever, if I do, burn bridges. You know, I always keep my my arms open to people, and it's good to know that people will come back to you and say, you know, uh, maybe that wasn't a good time for me, but I'm ready again now. So you know, it just just it, it puts a, a smile on your face. Yeah, it does. You know, I know you know this because you're a you're a study of people. I know that you've read How to Win Friends and Influence People probably. 
no less than a dozen times, but this year, yeah. time and circumstances. <laughs> what's that? This year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know that's your book, but time and circumstances change everything. Yeah. What may not, what may not be applicable or what one client may not be ready for today could be just a different season in their life. Yes. Well, Calvin, my final question for you. It's an important one. Oh, shoot. What's the best way for our listeners to hook up with you? How can they connect with you down the road if they want to learn more about Calvin Barber? Well, unless you're like Jay and it's 2016 and you don't have a Twitter account. (laughs) 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 Uh, If you are on Twitter, I'm uh, at Calvin Barber, uh, C-A-L-V-I-N-B-A-R-B-E-R. Guess on Facebook, facebook.com, E-C-B-I-I, like I-I for two. Most of those two places, I, I respond relatively quickly, 24 hours. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I've, I'm looking at your Facebook profile right now. That's that's my place. Facebook's my place. So yeah. I see you here at E-C-B-I-I. Right now, I got my, my little guy, Caleb David Barber. He's my profile picture. Yeah. My dude, right? that could be that could have been you some few years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mom, uh, mother-in-law, wife, everybody says this is this is my mini me right here. Looks just like me. Sippy has more hair than I do now. <laughs> Praise God for the mini me's. <laughs> yeah, man. Yes. Well, Calvin, man, the time flies by when you're having fun. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. That was it. Wow. That was it, man. I know it flies, right? Can you believe we've been on, we've been on the show together here for a little over half an hour. Get out of town. Wow. Wow. That was quick. Time flies, man. We're having fun. Yes, sir. And speaking of having fun, Bless Nation, if you've enjoyed this episode, I want to ask you to do us a huge favor. I want you to review the show. If you would go to iTunes inside the iTunes store, click on the icon and enter. There's a search box enter your blessed life and when it comes up click on the cover art there's a handsome picture of me there standing there outstanding picture. like i know what i'm talking about Mm-mm. and i just click on that picture and when you click on that picture it'll take you to the ratings and review if you'll write a review from there just tap the number of stars it's one through five and write your review and i bless nation i want to thank you for tuning in to the show today and i look forward to sharing that next episode with you But for now, thank you for being with us. It was a joy to get to spend part of our day together. And I want to leave you with this. Until next time, remember that God loves you and he wants to bless you.